We are Sarah and Laura. We are doulas, mothers, women, wives, and entrepreneurs. We love a lot of things. The gym, food, coffee, health, kombucha, our families, and our friends. We are so committed to being authentic, honest, and vulnerable and showing up here just the way we are. We promise to never positive wash anything, but please know that we are wholeheartedly committed to radically thriving. With this podcast, we hope to connect on a deeper level and talk about hard stuff. Ultimately, we want women and mothers to know deeply who they are and what makes them feel happy. Whether you're getting into a bath or taking us on a walk with you. Or maybe you're commuting to work. We are honored that you chose our podcast to listen to. Is it working now? Oh, we back, we back, <laughs> we back, we back. Apparently we forgot how to podcast and the mic was down. Testing, testing. Are we hurting your ears? There is a big spike in there. I think it's fine. I think it's because I was close to it. All right. Oh, you're slurping in their ears. No, please Back don't. to the normal life. Oh, that's so awful. I'm so sorry on behalf of Lara that you just got slurped in your ears. If they had headphones in... That would be gross. Some people are into that, though. Actually, like the way people are into like dirty underwear and socks. Yeah. And feet. I mean, no. I've thought about selling pictures th- of my feet. Stop. Those, that's like a rare... <laughs> A rare thing. Not the majority. So to the 80% of humans who don't love... Sit, Indy. Nobody wants to hear your tail. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, so nobody wants to hear the tail, but they want to hear your story. Yes. Cool <laughs> they beans. They do. Cool beans. <laughs> How are you? Oh, you know, it's just been a rocky start to the first week <laughs> of school. Oh my goodness. Like, I just am not a let's bring in the pumpkin spice lattes early person. No. I'm like, a, let's extend summer and opportunities and fun and adventure till September 21st. So I fully reject like back to school shopping mm-hmm. and, um, you know, putting on pants and sweaters before it's actually cold. Um, but then it's like school starting kind of interferes with my summer. Yeah. I do somewhat like the routine and schedule of going back, but like I make it worse for myself. Mm-hmm. And for my kids. Well, and you have a visitor right now, too. Yes, my which... brother is visiting, who is just like me. He's all about opportunities and adventure and fun and maximizing good times. And how long has it been since the kids have seen him? Since last November. Yeah. Yeah, so almost a year. Yeah. So then they get home from school, and he's like, let's go to the pool and practice our free diving breath holding. So they've been working on that. They're doing it in the pool, in the hot tub. And then today he's like, let's go to the Allura Gorge. So now they're going to get picked up from school and miss half of their school day. It was going to be the whole school day. Oh, man. I think the half day is a good compromise. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they don't go. No, that's a lot. What about you? What are, what's your, what's your back to school style? You're like so in love with having your kids back yeah. to school. Yeah. Okay, tell me about this. Help me understand. Why is it lovely? Well, like you you love the summer, but I you're also just love like the fall. But I love the fall too, but it's not fall yet. No, I love September. I love back to school shopping. I love the first day of school outfit. I love all of that. Like for myself and for them. And they love it too, so that makes it a lot easier to love it. Like they were pumped. Every day they're still pumped. They're so excited. And what about like back to school shopping in the summer. 
I ordered everything online this time. Okay. I didn't actually go to the store. We did go to the dollar store last, no, two nights ago to get a list of stuff that the teacher sent home. Okay, um, so partly maybe, I don't know if I don't know where to check, but I don't have a list. Do the boys have planners? Not before school starts. So the first day they both came home with planners and letters from the teacher. So I always wait until that school supply list comes home. Okay, so I have a planner for one kid, I think, and I, I don't think I have one for the for other the other twin. And then Jacob had a mental health day on day two. Yes. So we're doing well. <laughs> to be fair though, the night before the second day, so first day of school, two more of my brothers showed up. Right. One lives in Paris, Ontario, and the other one lives in Regina, and that was a surprise. So it was like so high amped excitement in our house that like no one was going to sleep. I mean, I was even excited when you sent me a video of it. Yeah, it, it was really cute. It was fun. But then it's like, oh, cool. Um, now you need to wind down to go to sleep and wake up for school in the morning. I feel like the first week of school is kind of like the last week of school. They probably mm. really just do a whole lot of nothing. It's true. I it's did just getting think settled that, in. though, and when the kids were going into SK. And so I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter if we miss the first week. And so <laughs> we missed the first three days of school because we extended our trip. Yeah. And then they got there and they were like, uh, we don't know anything. We don't know where to go. We don't know right. anybody. We don't, <laughs> yeah. like, they missed all the orientation. So, yes. like, that was, uh, yeah, a novice move for first-time mom. I didn't do that with Jacob. So, you were talking about Enneagrams earlier, and now talking about this, I'm remembering that I have a friend who, at the end of last year, was really nervous to see the report card because of the attendance. Yes. Does that bother you or No. Does that no. bother your Enneagram? So if you get the report card at the end of the year and it's like 35 absences, you'll be like, yes. 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 Okay. So we had 45 last yeah. year. It's so cool how different people are. Yeah. So, but I, I think it's because you have to look at your core motivation. And for me, like, um, you know, rule following and adherence and people pleasing, <laughs> none of these none things. None of that is important to you. <laughs> no, they're not. And, and so I see that as like, more drudgery so mm -hmm. like if you have a perfect attendance it's like what did you miss out on in life oh yeah and so all those missed days i'm like we had some good times i think the other piece in here though that maybe this is not about being this neogram is that we do wrestle on the on the regular with the education system yeah with unschooling with you know life being our teacher rather than this education system that's been in place for a hundred years that we all know whether it's we buy it or not. It's just, just uh, is it working? I don't yeah. know. Like, it's not great. We don't love memorization. Boys in general, as I get gender fluidness here, um, I'm making a big generalization. But in general, boys did not thrive in virtual schooling. Mm -hmm. And boys do not thrive in a sat down, you know, reading, writing, wrote kind of academic um way at a young age and obviously outliers for sure but more so it seems like with boys than girls yeah i mean it's definitely worked for your family versus my family yeah your girls i are wish like, i had a secret to share but i don't your I, girls are like let's organize the thing yeah they, let's get dressed <laughs> yes. let's go to school <laughs> let's make sure our masks match our clothes and oh, it's amazing it's so weird we're but, trying to do family pictures tonight and i'm like what do you, what do you think the outfits are if i let them choose their outfits but they, like, well, I don't even know what cute outfits are now for 10-year-old boys. There was cute outfits at, like, H&M and Zara for little boys, but, like... Yeah, even for like, girls, it's, like, uh, it's a dress or... I don't know. Everything looks great in black and white, no matter what color true, it is. True, true. They're going to be... It's going to be... <laughs> black and white photos. Jeans and a t-shirt, because 
they my kids will not wear jeans. They will only wear track pants. Yeah. yeah. So the jeans that I've bought will just be for pictures. Let's talk about fashion for adults right now. Yeah, I saw your story about that. So what's going on? Apparently black leggings are going out of style. I'm not okay, okay with this. Okay. I remember vividly being in New York City with my mom like 15 years ago. And this was right before black leggings came in style. Yeah. And seeing people with leggings on and being like, ugh. Yeah, where's your pants? Where are your pants? I can't believe this. And now I'm like... What else is there? Yeah. I mean, we do both have jeans on today. Fair. Because I feel like it's like our casual Thursday thing. But I I was even looking, like I was online shopping last night. I have no idea what is fashionable. All I could find was a shacket. What's a shacket? (laughs) It's a shirt jacket. Pardon? It's like a shirt, like a button-up shirt that is thick. Oh, like, and and it's got a, a, like a wave on the side, like low at the front, low at the back, high at the sides. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's more just like, you know, like a plaid button. Like a flannel. But thick. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have seen those. I don't feel like that's going to work with But you're supposed to wear it with a crop top and big jeans. Oh yeah. But, but high cut, low cut. Yes. High high. cut and big. Oh. With a bra basically. Okay. (laughs) And a jacket. Right. So... I mean... I think we have to start shopping at Reitman's. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anybody who shops at Reitman's. Oh, wow. It is funny, right? Because like when we were 22, you would be like, oh, yeah, 38-year-olds shop at Reitman's. I'm not 38. I'm 39. Oh, my God. You are? Yeah. That's so weird. You had a birthday. Yeah. Okay, so I'm 39. What are we doing for your 40th? Um, I think I'm not turning... Just kidding. I'm embracing age and I'm going to always be my age. So Can you do a cake smash? (laughs) I'm going to come out of a cake. Yes, yes. In a crop top and a shacket? Yes, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Um, Yeah, so I feel like when we were in our 20s, it was like, oh yeah, 39-year-olds shop at Reitman's. Mm -hmm. Now that we're that age, it's like, no. Where do 39-year-olds shop? Someone tell me. I don't even know. Garage? No. No, but I think like H&M and Zara is like got a good spread. Yeah, it does. I don't know, though. You can't really go based on who's at the mall, but... I don't even know where you find fashion information at this point. So Are you supposed so to watch City Line? You're saying that that leggings, like... I mean, you wear them for working out, but now it's, like, no longer... Not, it's not you, an outfit. It's not an outfit to have a Yeah, a which, how does that work for fall? Fall is all about leggings and sweaters, I thought. So, no, all we mean. we're going jeans. back to baggy jeans. Baggy jeans. But, like, all of my sweaters from last year are baggy. I can't wear baggy sweaters and baggy jeans. Oh, shoot. See, it's that's when the fashion industry just gets you because it's so expensive. Yeah. I was looking at that with the kids. So, I made the mistake of buying them jeans and leaving the tags on. They're two years old. And that's when skinny jeans were in. Mm. Noah put on his skinny jeans um, yeah. with the tag on to go dirt biking because that's the only place he'd wear <laughs> jeans. And they did look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, skin tight. And I'm like, oh, that you can see, like, oh, that's not the style anymore. So weird. It's so fast. It's wild. <sighs> I'm glad I don't have to go to a place of work usually. Would you be wearing leggings to a place of work? I guess it depends. When I worked work at the was. gym, yeah. Yeah, fair. Okay, yeah. But if I had to like dress up to go to work, I have no idea what I would wear. Yeah, true enough. But then you're probably not into leggings or even jeans because no, jeans you're would like, be what's a dress pant? Friday, yeah. I think I'd be into the Lululemon dress pant. Yeah, They're probably. Comfy. 
Yeah, like I like this style where people are not sucking in their bellies anymore. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Nice. That's nice. So I feel like any sort of restrictive pant where you're sitting at a desk, post children, that's mm-hmm. garbage. It is. Yeah, nobody wants that. No. Um, how was your trip? Oh, so good. We're like, I know we've talked about being at the sweet spot with kids, but it felt like I was like, and I felt like I was out of the sweet spot. Um, before we went on our trip, because there was a lot of like attitude with asking the kids to do anything during quarantine, <laughs> pandemic, and chores and that kind of thing. Yeah. But like on our trip, it was so ideal for like every hike we did. Um, they blew you out of the water. They blew us out of the water. Yeah, like flat hikes, we were sometimes like, okay, guys, like only a couple more kilometers. But yeah, anything up like a mountain, they were like, yeah, the gross grind. They beat us up the mountain by eight minutes. Jacob did amazing. I wasn't expecting that this early that like I'd be the weakest link. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was perfect. And yeah, just like they don't, you know, they don't need naps. We can all go to bed similar time. Mm-hmm. Um, but not having to put them to bed early is great. Yeah, it just worked really well for a family trip, and it, it inspired me that like that family trips will be good for like a the few next years. few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was really fun, and I don't know. It, it it's good to see more of Canada. It was good to see friends. Like, I just really wanted to be sandwiched with people. Yeah. Um, there was one kind of COVID scare in the middle that put a bit of a damper on things, um, but nobody got it. So we were all good there. Yeah. Didn't have to change or delay any flights or anything. And I don't know, just being around mountains and water, it's just like, it's just refreshing and renewing. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like me... the weather was really good. Did it rain ever when you were there? No, it's so, so, so dry out west. Um yeah, the one, grouse grind was a little bit damp, mm-hmm. but um, on the island, the grass, was, it, it was like we were in Texas. It was yeah. crispy, but not too, it wasn't hot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was nice. They'd had a heat wave right before we went. All right. Did you see any fires? No. Oh. No fires, no smoke. Well, that's nice. No, we that's must good. have been, um, yeah. Whistler was the closest to where we thought we might see something, but No. That's nice, because sometimes as an outsider, I feel like I assume just the entire province is on fire. It's true. Yeah, the the thing I learned this time, um, so we went up to the island for a week, Vancouver Island. I always thought they would feel a little bit trapped because you have to take a ferry. Mm-hmm. And this time, I actually, when we were on the island, I looked up how big it is mm-hmm. and compared it to other countries. And it's massive. Oh. It's literally massive. So now I understand when people, you ask people who live there, do you feel like you're trapped? They're like... No. Everything's on the island that they need. Exactly. Well, yeah. it's, it's almost like saying, do you feel trapped between Windsor, Grand Bend, and Ottawa? Whoa. It's that big? Oh, oh, it's way bigger than I that. I have no idea. Oh, it's massive. I feel like I need to look at a map. Yeah, it's like you... I, I looked at it in relation to other countries, and like it, it, it's massive. So It's way bigger than Swaziland like it has, in Africa. Oh, it has lakes in it, right? So if you're... Right. Yeah. It's huge. It's not like an island. No. The only thing they don't have is an Ikea. I mean, either do we, really. True. Fair enough. So basically... <laughs> How long does the ferry take? Oh, it's an hour and a half. So, so it, it really, is a commitment. you can be to an Ikea in two hours. You can. The, you have to be. You have to book your ferry. You have to be there early. Like, they did say, yeah, we wouldn't really no go... No spontaneity. Not too much, no. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, you would... Like, to go some to back to Vancouver for the weekend, it'd be a lot. But um, they were saying, like... So, same as us. Let's say you were going to leave that Windsor to Ottawa belt... You'd be flying. 
Yes, you would be probably. So same for them. If they're mm-hmm. really going farther, they're going to be flying. It would really just be if you had a, a you know family friends right in Vancouver. Is and, it very expensive? Um, for us, it was one hundred and fifteen one way for okay. our vehicle and the five of us. But okay. I think if you do a walk on, it's not much at all. But yeah, they just don't get on the ferry very much. Mm-hmm. Like most of the people we were seeing, you you just don't have a lot of reasons to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, for Ikea, they would just get stuff mailed. I love that Ikea is like... I know. That was just the one, because I, I, when we were in Vancouver, I said to my friend who's on the island, I was like, do you want me to bring you anything? She's like, half of Ikea? Like, oh, we actually can go. We have a massive, ridiculous vehicle because vehicles, I don't know, you rent a small car and they give you a massive one. Yeah. I don't know. And we fill the trunk for you. She's like, nah, it's fine. I'll mail it. Oh, that's true. So you can ship there. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. The only thing they said in COVID that felt weird was the concern that, like, the delay on things is a day or two. Yeah. So, in terms of, like, food and toilet paper and that kind of stuff, they were behind the rest of Canada. Okay. How was your trip? Uh, It was good. It was um, not as remote as I wanted it to be. Okay. My phone still went off a lot. Ugh. Yeah. There's cell reception in too many places now yeah. at that cottage. Okay. It used to be like you would go to one corner of the deck and have to hold your phone in the air and you could get maybe a message in. But if I had my watch on, like things would come through okay. pretty much anywhere. Um, so looking forward to Spain yes. and having my phone actually off. Yeah. We had two births while we were both away. Yeah. So that was exciting. Um, Maddie got to go to a birth and Allie got to go to a birth. And well, and I had more than that. You had you, more than that. We actually had, how many births did we have in August total? Oh, well, I don't know. Because you went to one, you're not even counting the one that you went for, for me. No. Because you, you had your six and 13 days. Yeah. But on top of that, yeah, I don't know. I think we had nine births. That's wild. Nine and I did none of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did I go to any? No. Uh, no. Because no. I was... No, because you, you were hot on call, but yes. you didn't get to go to any. So for the first two weeks of August, my two clients went both went two weeks overdue. Yeah. So we're never going to do that again. So I had someone do the fourth and the seventh, but I thought I had someone else in there as well. Who knows? But someone, oh yeah, and then I had one go early in July. So, yes. Yeah. So everybody, like everybody, has been going two weeks late yep. or, or two, two weeks, weeks early. <laughs> we have had like no due date babies. No, none. It is since hilarious. February. When people um, are trying to book us for postpartum, I mean, you have to do it. It's not hilarious. It just it is the nature of having a baby. You can't pick a date. No. But when you're like, okay, so let's book some day shifts. Um, you know, I'm assuming I'm going to have my baby on my due date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe not. Probably not. Yeah. It was a lot. I can't believe. I think that our first year in business, we maybe got nine clients total. Yeah. Now we're like <laughs> nine in one month. Nine in one month. It's wild. So what you're saying is your vacation was not very vacation-y. It wasn't as vacation-y as I wanted it to be. It also, it was my day one. Oh. Like two days into the trip. Yeah. Um, so that was not ideal. And to be honest, it was, it was a weird dynamic and as a people pleaser, I'm not a hundred percent sure we'll do it that way again. So Ryan's aunt and uncle have a cottage and we rented a cottage across the river from them. Okay. The girls stayed with Ryan's mom on, in the main cottage and we were with Ryan's sister and her husband across the river. So when we would wake up in the morning, when the girls got up there, 
they would be like awake and waiting for us. Okay. And I would wait for our whole cottage to wake up and we would boat over. So we did that only actually one day and we got over there at like 11 a.m. Oh. And I did not feel okay about that. Oh. Like I was making all the assumptions. I don't know if any of it was true, but I was like, they just had to like deal with my kids all morning while I got to live my leisurely kid-free life on the other side. Right. So then the next day I paddleboarded over by myself. Um, But it just didn't... Like, I think I actually wanted more time with the kids. Yeah. Um, And honestly, once their cousins got there, we barely saw them. So it there were parts of it that were awesome, but then there were parts of it that I was like, I don't even know what I wanted. Yeah. We did a lot of sitting around. We did a ton of drinking. Yeah. um, Just all day, which is enjoyable. We did a lot of boating. um, But like not a ton of quality time with the kids because they were just swimming with their uncle constantly and... Yeah, so gotta love the uncles, eh? I know. They're just like, childless uncles. They just know. I don't know. There's no. It's so yeah. funny. Bless his heart, Mark. Last night, my brother. He's like. So we've gone to the gym two days in a row, and normally he either runs or does like kind of calisthenic mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. he's been doing like full CrossFit with me. So he's so sore. And so we I'm get, sore today too from our workout yesterday. We worked. We got home yesterday. Um, kids were home, so they immediately went in the pool, in the hot tub, doing all their stuff. Comes out right before dinner and he's like, how do you work out and parent? <laughs> and I was like, thank you. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. Oh man. I love, I love, it's like my favorite thing when single people are like, how oh, do you do this? This is a lot. Yeah. Especially, I feel like I took advantage a little bit of the childless aunt and uncle at the cottage. And then I have like all the guilt about that. But had I been ovulating... I probably would have felt none of that, but I was at an awful time in my cycle to like overanalyze every minute of every day. And I was, to be honest, depleted and burnt out from the two weeks before. Yes. So I feel like I needed a week before my vacation to actually like decompress and get over 13 births or six births in 13 days and then go away. Man, I am so sorry about that. I don't <laughs> it was, even know. I mean, nobody planned it that way. I know, but like... But, yeah, I still... Like, this week, that? I feel like I'm feeling like myself again and taking care of myself again, but it was not a great month. Question about the people-pleasing. Yeah. Because I I definitely have a, an angle of that where when you're talking about, you know, perceiving what other people are thinking... Yeah. Um, is that about people pleasing or is that about judgment? You you think both. that they're okay. Yeah, both. But what's what's the people pleasing part? Like I don't want them to be unhappy with me. Oh, okay. So it's still about you. Yeah. It's not about them. I'm worried that I'm inconveniencing them as well. And then what that would mean about that you're what? No, I don't really I just I don't trust everybody the way for example I trust my own mom right my mom yeah I just I don't believe that my mother-in-law or Ryan's aunt would have said to me we're actually not loving the fact that we're in charge of your kids every morning and this probably isn't a great setup right yes and I'm I mean I'm recognizing for myself I mean partly that's on on them to yeah to know or not know how to to say their truth or say a boundary but then it's you're right it's also on you to not like 
or I used to say on me to like land things. I'm, I'm going through this right now. My yeah. husband, like I will just land things on him and he's like, oh, well, I guess I thought I was doing this today, but now you're telling me I'm doing this and that's not fair either. Yeah. Like we did kind of, there was a lot of time leading up to the cottage where we knew this was the plan, but we didn't know how it was going to play out. Fair. Yeah. Um, so I actually think that next year what we're going to do is rent a bigger cottage across because there's another option across the river for us to rent a cottage that the girls can stay with us. Oh, I see. And then I can be in charge of them the whole time, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. We did have two nights without the girls Mm -hmm. because they stayed with Ryan's mom and then they came up to the cottage a couple days later. So we went to Flying Monkeys Brewery in Barrie on the way up there and they have the best chicken sandwich and had like flights of beer and we got butter tarts and the the two days without them there did feel like an escape. Mm, Nice. Yeah. So then your aunt and uncle had the kids then? My in-laws had the kids then. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, it's so interesting. So we got back from BC on Wednesday and right away (laughs) went to Mattawa for a dirt biking trip Thursday to Saturday. And typically it's, it's been a guy's trip. Oh, so it's always been a guy's trip and they, they keep it super low key. They literally eat meat, like hot dogs on the fire. Yeah. They bring up their machines, they have a fire, they they just, it, it's, it's low key. Low key. Anyway, so I had said, is this a strictly guys thing? Because some of the, the, the kids, it's it's guys and kids, some of the kids are girls. Yeah. So I was like, is it okay if I come or am I changing the dynamic? And they're like, no, you can totally come. It's just been none of the wives have wanted to. Oh, okay. So then because I wanted to, then all of a sudden my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law decided they were going to come too. Yeah. Which then changed the dynamic of all the meals. Yeah. Because they... Because we make a mountain out of a molehill with so, food every time. So they leveled it up. I was oh. still in BC. I did nothing. They oh sent no. this Excel spreadsheet. Yep. We had an Excel spreadsheet for the cottage. Full meals, vegetables, yep. chopping, prep, all the yep. things, right? Which I was not involved in. So then I felt like I'm trying to like live my best life as a guy. I would yes. be happy to have a hot dog over the fire, which is typically not me. Yes. But I was game to just... Focus on the the dirt biking and not get hung up on the food. But then it was like interesting to watch how sometimes how women, um, they they do all the work, but then they get resentful about it. Yes. It's the worst. It was wild. So then I was trying to just like sit back and observe this because I wasn't part of it, but I was wanting to just like act like a guy. Yeah. I didn't want to have to do both. Like, yeah. okay, did a, the full 40 kilometer, you know, dirt bike and then come home, pivot, quickly clean up and start chopping vegetables. And I'm like, that, that's the choice they made. Yeah. Like they didn't have to, and they chose to not dirt bike. They stayed back. Right. So they enjoyed themselves, read a book yeah. and, and had a good time, but then decided like they would start doing meal prep. I was proud of the guys for not like at one point they were like, so you'll be back at like 12 or one for lunch. And they were like, no, like, we're not leaving till 10. Yeah. We're not coming back. For lunch. We're like, we're doing a, a dirt bike lunch. Like, yeah. we're bringing literally a bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> so we packed, like, obviously more than a bag of chips. Yeah. But, like, we came back at 4. It was great. Oh, had yeah. lunch when we got back at 4. Had dinner at 8. Late. And yeah. I was like, this is great. I love the spontaneity of that. But, yeah, it was a really good learning curve for me in the... I don't know if you would say it's people-pleasing or if it's the way we... We try and inflate our importance by saying like, but I did all the meals and nobody helped me. Yeah. But it's oh, like, but hi. Everybody's mother ever. But you chose that. Yeah. Like we could easily be happy with 
a bag of chips. But then I also have a value around nutrition. Yes. So at home, I'm a very different person yeah. because I do get that way. Like I can feel that way even sometimes like with my brother. Like, oh, I'm doing all the meal prepping. I'm making all the meals, all this healthy stuff. You eat with my kids and then you peace out. And I'm grateful that he's doing cool things with my kids. But I'm like... Can you not just put your plate in the in the sink? Can you yes. like leave it on the table? Oh my goodness! Like, I would love to know what it feels like to be a guy. So, con- probably my whole life, I always feel like I'm not helping enough, like with the dinner cleanup. Okay. Especially at my in-laws because they are very clean and organized people, and I never feel like I'm doing enough. Okay. But at the cottage, we'll sit there and I'll guilt myself about not helping enough while still trying to help. But every dude sits there yeah. while all the women clean up. Oh, it's so archaic. Not all the time. Maybe yeah. like 85% of the time. Well, and at home, you know the dynamic's not like that, right? Because I feel like in people's individual homes, in mine anyway, if I do the cooking, Brandon does all the cleaning. Yes. We did try to make the kids do a lot of cleaning, and that was pretty equal. Boy kids and girl kids doing the cleaning, that was good. But I just don't... What I think the difference is, I don't think that like my brother-in-law is sitting there feeling bad about not helping. Fair. Yeah. What's that like? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know. Like. <sighs> Girls and boys and genderizing and generalizations. Yeah. I mean, this is a week. Yeah. A ton of generalizations. Indies. Hi, Indy. So much tail wagging. Oh, my Stop. gosh. Sit. Oh, oh Sit sorry, down. guys. Sit down. Sit. Lay down. So this is really interesting. And I wanted to talk about it on our stories because I feel like everybody should know about it, but we'll put it on the podcast. So we had a trusted house sitter come to our house to watch our pets while we were gone. Have I told you about this yet? Okay, so trusted house sitter is a website where you pay for an annual membership and then you post your house sitting availability. So you say, we're away from this day to this day. You put a whole profile on. So these are our pets. These are the requirements of looking after them. And then for that annual fee, that is it. We can have a house sitter, pet sitter, whenever we want for an entire year. Okay, what's the, how much is the fee? $130. Oh. It would cost us, that would be two days of a kennel. Yeah. We had somebody here for eight days. That's amazing. It was unreal. I don't understand. So the other cool thing is you can also be a house sitter. Yeah. So you can sign up. You pay a little bit more. I think it's 170 a year to be a house sitter. Okay. There's house sits in Fiji, <gasps> Hawaii. Okay, so it's like where you look okay. after their pets. Oh yeah. But you and you don't have to pay to stay there. Wow. So it's like a win-win. It's so crazy. Cuz yeah, I had um Ash our postpartum girl yeah. come in and do um your plant watering. Some plant watering and stuff. And that was amazing cuz it was so hot yes. and we had the air conditioning off. Yeah. And they would have all died. But yeah, like I guess it was 130 bucks. That's so cool. And so then, she did it feel good? Like it felt great. I feel like them? the dogs like her more oh. than they like us. Oh. Cause she her job while she was here was just to play with them all yeah. day long, and she did. She slept on the couch Pardon with me? Moxie. No, why? We freshly made our bed for yeah. her. She didn't step foot in that room. <gasps> so we came home to fresh sheets, which was kind of nice too. But did she shower? I think she showered. In the kitchen. I don't know. Kids she's she's like a 65-year-old lady. Oh. So she brought her own Keurig. She was like, I don't want to bother with your Nespresso. I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> so is it like a, a staycation for her? Like, where's she from? Yeah. So she, she was from Burlington. Okay. She's retired. Yeah. She doesn't even own a home anymore. She just does house sits. What? Yeah. 
wildest it's pretty house cool. to house. Yeah. Wow. I should tell Mark about that. Like, yeah, he could totally do a house sit at a sweet place when he comes on. When I started looking into it briefly, I did notice there's a lot of much more high maintenance animals than my own. I see. So you really do have to read like some of them were like, the dog needs medication eight times a day and needs oh. three one hour walks. And it's like, well, you don't have a lot of flexibility in enjoying a trip. Gotcha. If you need, if you can't be away from the home for more than four hours straight, that's a bit of an issue. Are there some on there where you take care of people's horses? Probably. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. So okay. she did say that, cause I have to go on and give her a rating. I haven't done that yet. But they get ratings, like reviews, and as their reviews get higher and they get more of them, they get offered better house sits. Oh. So there's like higher levels of mansions and such. Oh, that, I see. Yeah. So you went and found her and offered your house So to we her? posted our availability and she applied for it. And you pick. Uh, yeah. So we had two people apply, but one of them couldn't come until like the day after we left. And I was like, well, this person can be here the whole time. And, so. and she got here in time for you to meet her. Yes. Oh, cool. And she waited until we got home to leave. Oh, okay. Wow. Housesitters.com? Trustedhousesitter.com. Trusted house sitter. So my mom, who's in Spain right now, uh, she has a cat sitter for six weeks. For free. It was just at her house for free. That's wild. Yeah. And they love it. Magical. It the is world magical. is magical. It's interesting. So smart. Like, cause like, yeah, you, the, the whole spectrum of this where you could pay someone to stay at your house or you could Airbnb your house. Yeah. And it's like such a, I mean, obviously so much work to have your house like emptied of your personal stuff, but mm -hmm. there were definitely like some people who were like, Oh, do you trust your stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't have any good stuff. No, like, I don't know what the insurance legalities are there. If she walked oh. off with our TV Fair. and I never found her again, but the website seems pretty legit. Yeah. They do police checks and all oh. that, so. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and if they, if you, if someone had, unless they were like planning to the long game, I'm thinking like heist. Yes. Where you're like, they're like casing the joint and yeah. then they come a week later. Well, or they're doing something where they're like, I'm going to get great ratings. I'm going to get into the mansion and then I'm going to rob the snot out of that mansion yeah. and disappear. I feel like you just gave them a really good <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's basically, that's just like a foundation for a good Netflix show. It would be a great Netflix show. I'd watch Trustedhousesitters.com. Yeah. Just casing mansions and robbing them. What are you watching on Netflix right now? I'm not watching Netflix right now. I'm watching Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> And Big Brother. It's reality show heaven. And it's so good. Oh, nice. Um, I'm watching Blind Spot. Oh, I forgot about Blind Spot. I did start it. It's good. It is. I got like three episodes in. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, three episodes is enough to know if you like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. It's yeah. good. You'll but I love Bachelor in It'll Paradise be your, like, winter so one. much. Yes. Oh, winter. Boo. I know. See? And I do love fall, but fall leads to winter. I know. It's like the steep decline yeah. Getting up and running in the morning in the dark yeah, is not a great. different vibe. I did run this morning, though, which was hard after all those squatting. Yes. I had dead legs yesterday. It was a slow run, but um, it was nice. Nice and cool. It was great it's weather this morning. degrees? Yeah, that's the perfect running weather. Mm. It's 12. So good. I'm worried about colder than that, but... What is your goal with the podcast? Um, oh... <laughs> What is your goal of the podcast? I don't know. I was thinking about it this morning. I was like, what are we doing? What is our, what is the point? What is our intention? Yeah. I mean, when we named it, it was radically thriving. Do you think we're thriving right now? 
Um, we're getting getting back, getting back. I think to, I think we are because we're both ovulating right now. So oh, fair. Yeah, yeah. We're in a good spot. Glass half. Three and I think full. that we should try to do this. That we only record when we're both. If we're going to be on the same cycle, almost. Yeah. So we have a ton of recorded episodes. We did a bunch of stuff in the summer. Yeah. So I'd say our goal that way is to have. Like I would say one fun one like this and then one like information heavy that we can, um, deep dive into birthy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if, if someone's like, Hey, I'm really on the fence about going to a chiropractor in pregnancy and we're like, Hey, we just did a, a recording of a podcast with a chiropractor about that. Listen to this one. Yeah. Same with like physiotherapy, osteopathy. Fertility challenges, yeah. we just did that. Yes. So I love the idea of having like this, yeah, meaty educational substance, you know, wow, look at all it's this It's like an research. encyclopedia. The exactly. podcast is like an encyclopedia. We and send people back to the first season all the time. To the totally. To FAQ. To like, yeah. And but then, great. yeah, going forward, um, yeah, the fun ones in between with you and I where... We actually just get to catch up. Yeah. My favorite was when people last year would tell us, oh, I feel like I'm like having coffee with my girlfriends. Yeah. Like I want to make sure that we still have that vibe sometimes. For sure. Like, cause I, I think there's things that social media only scratches the surface and makes it look like we just have it together. Yeah. Oh my God. We do not. No, we totally don't. And, and I think even for things that I'm thinking about that with, um, my personal page, like obviously I only showed the highlights mm-hmm. of the trip. You never imagine that in the background people are dealing with crying kids and uh, laundry and, you know, getting lost in their directions. I mean, but we know these things happen. So I don't know why we assume they don't happen just because they're not on your social media feed. Because nobody, I don't know, nobody really wants to see it. Although people don't mind that I've cried three times (laughs) on Instagram in the last nine months. No, it's it's (laughs) nice to see the realness too. But I mean, yeah, the podcast, you kind of get into the like, oh, you're a people pleaser? So am I. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you feel guilty of not helping at your in-laws? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. You imagine all these stories that your mother-in-law is thinking about you? Yes. Yes, I sure do. And she's like the most wonderful human. And I know she's probably not thinking those things. And if she is, it says more about her than it does about me. I know, right? But it doesn't doesn't matter. Oh, Oh. I'm trying to change them. Do you know what I was just thinking about? What a girl crush you've now caused me to have on Abby Wambach. Oh. Did you listen? She's on a podcast. Kristen Bell interviews her. I haven't listened to that oh one. Oh my gosh. What? Oh, because I showed you a pile of her videos yeah. before I left? Yeah. She is so It good. pushes me a little bit closer to the lesbian side of the spectrum. I think she honest. does that for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, she's really great. It's a good thing Gary doesn't listen to this podcast. That freaks him out sometimes that I'm going to jump ship. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we have a client. She cracks me up. She was like, I'm so ashamed in myself for not being a lesbian. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I love her. And I'm like, you're so funny. It's like the feminist part of her is like, am I actually still opting into this whole patriarchy thing voluntarily? Yeah. yeah. She's like, this is not cool. I'm so ashamed. It's not. It was hilarious <laughs> and so true. Yes. Oh, I love a good girl crush. Oh, it's funny. I had another question for you. Do you have any questions, Sarah? No. I didn't let you prep for this podcast at all. No. I wish um, I wasn't even finished my breakfast. What do you need to tell yourself right now? That's what I asked on the story this morning, too. So I what? Oh, I just nearly stepped on Indy. Um, <laughs> what do I need to tell myself? Um, 
I'm telling myself that my chest pain and anxiety is <laughs> short-lived and it will go away and that it is not here forever. Um, I didn't realize you were still having it. Yeah, every day. That was a downfall of the trip for sure. Was just managing the the pain. But I'm I'm very hopeful that Sarah Dunbar, who you can also listen to a podcast with her, I'm seeing her next Tuesday. Oh, good. And she's she just gonna it. she's gonna dig around in there and move it. I did have been doing half calf and that's helping. Hmm. Do you know what you need? A crystal in your van to hold. Pardon? Yeah, I did that when in I was my in van? the yeah, in the midst of the births. I went to Purdy Natural and bought like a palm stone. I think blue what I calcite is- and I hold it and I it keeps me from texting and driving. Oh. And it tells me that I'm being less anxious because I hold it and I rub it. Oh. I also highly suggest. Uh, okay, I can get on board with that. It's the in the van part that I'm resentful. I don't want a van anymore. <laughs> I my you husband, want Brandon's car. Yeah. He yeah. just got an Acura RDX and it feels nice driving mm-hmm. that. So I want I want something different, and yeah, so I can hold a crystal in in, in my your medium. cool car, cool car. Yes, your Jeep. Isn't that what you want? Well, now I think I just want like a Toyota 4Runner, yeah, like boxy kind of sport vehicle with a crystal in it. Yeah, terrible mileage. I what hope do that you, your anxiety um, goes away too? Well, yeah, it's one of those things that like when I like say to my head, "Well, what's up? What's going on? What are you worried about? What do you?" It's not there. There's nothing there. Yeah, I think it's more just. My body's playing catch up and it's like, hey, we've been doing this for a long time, so let's keep doing it. Trauma from like the last year and a half, do you think? Because I feel like I'm still carrying COVID trauma because it's not over. And I feel like there's this conscious every few minutes, I'm like, oh, I haven't had a breath where I have to be like, (gasps) there's that, but I think a lot of it has just been mirroring Brandon. Yeah. And so with him, I mean, he starts a new job on Monday, but, um, and that's a good, that's a relief. But, um, yeah, mirroring his depression and anxiety for the last yeah. eight months. And probably feeling like you had to let it be his and you couldn't yes. really be in your emotions. Yes, definitely that. And then, you know, the kids and, and pandemic for sure. And then I think we just got, like, we, we had a lot of months there where there was no off-call time. No. And I really do value being able to turn my phone off sometimes. Yeah. And so that was really good being out West to be able to turn my phone off every mm-hmm. night felt really valuable. And I think is important for us going forward. Yeah. That conversation we need to keep having, we started having it right before you left about what our plan is moving yeah, forward. Yeah. How do we do it? Yeah. And then we just jump right back into all the births. <laughs> <laughs> November is another birth storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, how do we, how will we be doing this in five years if we keep doing it this way? Yeah. Um, what do you need to tell yourself? Um, I'm definitely having a lot of mom guilt right now because of the transition from having them home so much and then looking at my calendar now that when I'm working at night, I can't tell myself, oh, well, you were with them on and off all day. Mm-hmm. Now when I'm working at night, they're coming home from school and I'm in and out of clients and I'm not with them. So I think that I need to tell myself that I need to set aside some time to actually look at my schedule and see what I really want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that also they're going to be okay. I love um, making it super short and punchy, like especially with that age group where it's like, 
it's not that you need hours with them. It's that you need like a dedicated 15 minutes with no devices and just like yeah. being with them in on their level, rumble tumble with them. I don't know. Some, sometimes that goes a long way. <sighs> so let's wrap it up. All right. Hope season you're two. Having a good, <laughs> a good day, whatever day it is. <laughs> listening to this. Okay. Bye. Bye. We would just love it if you would take the time to leave us a five-star rating, a review. If you'd subscribe to our show, you can screenshot it while you're listening to us and even share it on the gram. Remember, you are important too. Disclaimer, we are not medical professionals. Everything said here is our own opinion and not to be taken as medical advice. We do not take any responsibility from the outcomes of you taking our advice. Please seek medical advice from your trusted healthcare professionals.